0: Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. This
1: sermon topic is fireproof. It's the theme itself. It's the last day, and it's what the topic for today is. Tell your neighbor, fireproof. Say it more confidently, fireproof. Thank you. So we are going to start the journey today from the book of John chapter 2. Now John chapter 2, I believe. Yes, from verse 13, John chapter 2 from verse 13. Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and he found in the temple those who who sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out all the changers' money and overturned the tables." And he said to those who sold doves, take these things away, do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, the zeal of your house has eaten me up. So the Jews, the Jews answered and said to him, what sign do you show us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Amen. Amen. The scripture quoted there is in Psalm 69, verse 9. Psalm 69, verse 9 says, Because because zeal for your house has eaten me up, and the reproach of those who reproach you have fallen on me. This was Jesus speaking. Um, I know for most of us, we will associate this with his triumphant entry. No, it's not his triumphant entry. This is not Palm Sunday. I know it's Palm Sunday. We're going to celebrate Palm Sunday before we leave here today. But Jesus here was talking about, this was in John chapter 2, this was right after the wedding in Cana of Galilee. And we see something here about the life of Jesus Christ. The passion of the zeal for the Lord's house was burning and consuming him. I'll be straightforward today, I'm just right straight, because I, I had a bunch of intros and all, but I'm not at liberty to share that with us today. Number one thing to be fireproof is to have the zeal of the Lord's house consuming you. If the zeal of the Lord's house is not consuming you, then you have not started your journey to consuming or burning in fire. If you're very lukewarm about the house of God, then you're not on fire for him. Leave the emotions to the side. Leave the sentiments to the side. The first litmus test, for those of us who understand scientists, sciences, You know, when you're doing sciences, litmus test, litmus paper, there's a color blue, it turns red, and then it's color red, it turns blue. Remember that for some of us? No? Some of us are just looking at me like, dude, what are you talking about? (laughs) The first test for fireproof is that the Lord's house has to consume you. If it is not consuming you, then you have not started your journey. Amen? Number two. John, Luke chapter 3, verse 16. To understand fireproof, we started by saying it's the zeal of the Lord's house. Number two, as far as fireproof is in Luke chapter 3, verse 16. John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water. But one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to lose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Kennedy please come <laughs> There are two things here can we all see it Can we all see it yes. okay. Kennedy I'm going to give you a bottle of water and phone Good someone just said where's the phone a lot of us are baptized in the Holy Spirit, but have you never asked yourself, where is the baptism of fire? He will baptize with the Holy Spirit and fire. We all pursue Pentecost, Pentecost, but we don't pursue what comes after the Holy Spirit comes on you. I said I will give him a bottle of water and so how many times have you gone in the place of prayer? You, you, are, you say you are tongue-talking, you're Holy Ghost-filled, you're baptized and soaked in the Spirit of God. But where is the fire? And phone. Your journey as a Christian is not complete until you have and fire. You're a tongue-talking believer, you will make heaven. But your life will have no proofs until there's fire. Fire is what gives proof, validity to your Christian walk. You see, you can have a desire and passion for the Lord's house but it's different from zeal for the Lord's house. If you had passion and zeal for the Lord's house, you would not do to your body what you do to it. Because your body is the first temple of the Holy Spirit, not where we are now. So how do you treat your body? The Bible says that fornication, uh, sexual sin is not sin against the Lord, but it's sin against the body. Holy Ghost and fire. The reason why you're struggling is because you have the Holy Spirit, but you've not added what is left. Fire. See, because fire is what will put your flesh in check. The Holy Spirit will remind you. He will bring to your remembrance. He will caution you. But he will not check you. What will check you is fire. Thank you, sir. Put your hands together for him. So for John to say that this is the assignment of Christ, a lot of us have gotten stuck in the Holy Spirit you want to speak in tongues you want the gifts of the Holy Spirit but let me let you understand for you to fully express the gifts of the Holy Spirit it comes with fire thank you Father how many of us have watched the last airbender? some people good, okay, so I can use that analogy what was the first element he learned how to master learned how to control? Air? Are you sure? Are you sure? The last air bender, but he was found in the water tribe. He learned how to bend water first. Then he learned how to bend air. The reason why he was called the last air bender was because the entire air tribe were killed. Remember your movies. All of you you see you say you do Netflix and chill, but you're not watching it. Let's come back home. Let's come back home. The next thing he learned after air was earth. And the last thing he was supposed to learn was what? Fire. Even amongst the four elements, fire is the most powerful. The first thing on earth, according to Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1, was water. The next thing God created after water was earth. The next thing God brought into the existence of of this planet was air. He has not still brought in fire. That is why he promised Noah. He says, I will not destroy the world by water anymore. The next time I destroy the world, then I will introduce fire. So the first fire God wants the earth to see is not from him, but from you. Tell your neighbor number two is fire. Number two is baptism in fire. What is number three? Number three, our topic today is fireproof. We started by zeal. Number two, baptism. Number three is faith. What acknowledges and tests your fireproof, your being fireproof, is your faith. Ephesians chapter 6, from verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers With the preparation of the gospel of peace. Then above all, taking the shield of faith. With which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. For some of us from Africa, have we heard this phrase, power past power? Fire to pass fire. Elijah was on a mountain. Their own fire God did not answer. But there is a God who is the consuming fire. He answered. When you want to stand against the enemy's fire, you have to bring to the table a superior fire. If the enemy shows up with an iPhone flashlight, you have to show up with a stadium floodlight and hold it in your hand. Shine my own eyes. I will shine your own eyes. There has to be something you bring to the table that is superior to what the enemy brings. Because here's the thing. Do not be deceived. The Bible tells us all power belongs to God. But don't be deceived. The enemy too has his own. His power is called deception. And if you are not aware of it, he will deceive you that what he has is more powerful. A lot of us believers, we say we are fireproof, but when the enemy tests us, we fall. Because we have not been baptized by fire. Remember I said, the Holy Spirit is there. And so on under the sound of my voice, last night was not a pleasant night for you, but before you fell into it, you heard a nudging. Don't go there. That was the Holy Spirit. So don't blame him that you did it. Whatever it is that you did. Don't blame the Holy Spirit because he warned you. But you did not listen. But I'm here to tell you what would have stopped you was fire. see, I have a young son, baby, seven months. There's one thing he doesn't like. Even as little as as he is, he does not like heat. He likes warmth, but he does not like heat. Once you bring him close to something and he senses heat from it, that is the one time I've heard my son cry. He doesn't cry. For those of you who know him, he does not cry. He can stay at you and stare at your face the whole day, and he will not cry. But once you bring him close to something hot, he will cry. So how is it that even as a child, you understand the difference between cold and hot, but you, as an adult, you don't understand the difference between cold and hot? You see the enemy dangling hot before you every day. I got
0: this.
1: (laughs) And then tomorrow you will turn and say, God, but why? The number four for fireproof. When you have the zeal for his house, And you have been baptized and you have the faith, it means you start obeying his commands. And when you start obeying his commands, everybody starts worshiping your God. Daniel chapter 3, from verse 19 to 26. Then Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury and the expression of his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. How many of us know that story? If you do, raise your hand. If you don't, just keep your hands down. It's okay. Do you know what happened after that encounter? You see, these were three men. They upheld the laws of God. They upheld his presence. They believed. They did not want to let go the God of Israel. But something happened to them. A gold image was built. And Nebuchadnezzar said, Everybody under my rule must worship this golden image. And these three men said, No. You know, let me throw us a little theology. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel was also there, but I, I didn't hear about him. But that's another conversation for another day. For those of you who caught it, you caught it. They were thrown into a pit of fire that was made seven times hotter than normal. Amen? Remember how I used the analogy of my my little boy who does not like heat? But three men walked into a pit of fire that was made seven times hotter than normal. And they went in there and they sat down Did they sit down? They were standing. When you're in fire, the one thing you don't do is you don't sit down. You have to stand. Now, what does it mean to stand? Stand on your beliefs. Stand on your faith. Don't let the situation determine your circumstance. Let the word of God be your foundation. And you stand on it. And you believe in it. And you hold on to it like your life depends on it. Because your life truly depends on it. And when Nebuchadnezzar looked in, he said, "Ah, We threw in three people. Why do we see a fourth person? You see, when you are truly fireproof, God will validate it. You don't need to rock around, I am fireproof. You don't need to boast about it. Heavens will testify on your behalf. And at that level, what then happens is God himself will cause the people to worship him. Because after this encounter, Nebuchadnezzar said, you know what? Everybody will worship the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You want to win people to Christ? They jump into fire. That is why in the book of Revelation, it says you're either hot or cold. If you stay in the middle lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. If you're cold, God knows not to make any efforts to show his proof in your life. If you're hot, then God can make efforts to show proof of himself in your life so that people will worship him. But if you're lukewarm, you're making him unsettled. God God himself becomes indecisive because he does not know what decision to make. So the best decision for him to do is to spit you out. You can't come into heaven and create chaos. In heaven, there is structure. You're either hot or cold. You either do good or you do bad. Don't come and stay in the middle. I do good today, tomorrow I do evil. Amen. Lastly, when you are fireproof, nothing can stand against you. See, there's a level where people can test you. There's a level where people can test you. They can test your God. They can test your faith. They can test your beliefs. They can test your resolve. But there comes a level when you speak, nobody will dare to speak against you. And this level of fireproof is where Moses got into. exodus chapter 7 verse 1 god speaking to moses says i have made you a god unto pharaoh i don't think we understand that verse if i know some of us are opening it i have made you a god unto pharaoh pharaoh was not just the king of egypt pharaoh was the god of egypt Pharaoh was in control of Egypt, not just on the physical standpoint. He was also in control of Egypt on the spiritual standpoint. That is why when Moses came and threw his rod and his rod became a stake, he also called his people. He didn't even do it himself. He called his people. This guy is doing what we do every day. Throw your own rods down let them turn into snakes. Nobody walks before the king and leaves if you threaten the king, true or false. But Moses threatened Pharaoh every day and Pharaoh could not touch him. That level of fireproof is when you have an encounter with God. Until you have an encounter with fire, you cannot become fireproof. Moses had an encounter with God of the burning bush. And then that God of the burning bush became Moses' God. And then that God made Moses a God. So which means for you to counter Moses, you have to counter the fire that he encountered. Amen. An encounter with the God of Heaven. Shall we rise on our feet? us to have an encounter with the God of heaven right now and you're going to pray by yourself I'm not going to lead you on a prayer point if you have not given your life to Christ if you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior this is also a moment for you to cry for an encounter with fire So I'll just let like the worship team, the music instrumentalist minister, and I want you to cry to God. Lord, I want to have an encounter with you like Moses did. Father, I want to have an encounter like Moses did. Father, all these things in my life that I am struggling with, I want to have an encounter with fire. I want to have an encounter with the God of heaven. I want to have an encounter with the King. Father, the same way you transformed the life of Moses, Father, transform me. Lord, you turned Moses from a weakling to a strong man. You turned Moses from a weakling to a God. Lord, you turned Moses from a weakling to a God. Father, transform my life. Father, set my going out and coming in on fire.
0: Father, I rebuke every spirit of being lukewarm. I rebuke every spirit of being cold. I rebuke every spirit of complacency. Father, from today I set my heart on fire for you. Father, I set my mind like a flint to pursue you after you. Lord, I set my heart like a flint to pursue you after you. Lord, the zeal of your house will burn in me. Lord, the faith will arise in me. Lord, your presence will consume me. In the name of Jesus. Father, I refuse to go the same way I came. I refuse to live here the same way I came. Lord, I refuse to live the same way I came. Father, like the woman with the issue of blood, who came and touched the hem of your garment? Father, we come before your throne this day. Father, I will refuse to leave until we have an encounter with fire. father give me power and strength give me mastery over every fire of life over every situation and circumstance that is surrounding me over every situation that is giving me sleepless night my god i receive an encounter with you today i receive understanding from you today lord i receive power and mastery over it in the name of jesus Lord, never again will I fall to the power of the enemy. Lord, never again will the enemy have triumph over me. Father, from today I take dominion. I take authority over every principality, over every power, over every rule of darkness. My God, from today my life will never remain the same. Father, from today I will walk in authority. Father, from today I will walk in the evidence of a fire in my life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.